Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of the Keel Podcast. I am your host, as always, Alex Keel. Alongside me, the insider of the insiders, Tyler Keel. Hello. We have a a pretty okay episode, I'd say, lined up for you today. We're going to be talking. We got a lot of news. Yep, we got. We got stuff to talk about. We're going to be talking about signings in the NHL. We're going to be talking about unrestricted free agents in the NHL. We're going to be talking you about. Si- sh- eventual signees and signings. Eventual signees, and then we have our... Uh, I didn't break my mic, did I? No, mic's good, mic's good. I do adjust it for a second. And we're going to talk about trades as well. Tra- trades? What, what, tra- what trades? You know, trades. Trades? Sock trades? Because I'll be honest, I've been losing a lot of money lately. Why are you trading socks? No, stocks. You said socks. I said stocks. We're going to have to review this one. But well, we you know what? Say- you can let us know, guys, yourselves, because when you join the conversation on Twitter, hashtag the Kiel Podcast, let me know if I said socks or stocks. Apparently, at the racetrack, I kept calling a guy Corey Horselander. I thought I was saying Holtzlander. That's his actual name. Apparently, I kept saying Horselander. I did not know that. <laughs> no one told me for a month. I've been. We've been doing this since April. Well, Ty. What, Alex? Maybe you just need to... Go back to speech school. Speech school? Maybe you just need to go back to school in general. Learn some speech, man. Do the speech. Learn the speech. That's why I'm doing this and I do that stuff so I can learn to talk. That's why I broadcast. I need to do this. Okay, I'm changing chairs now. I'm doing this now. This squeaky chair thing is stupid. But, uh, you also have to remember, even though you're doing all this talking and stuff, apparently, even though you said this guy's name for a month, you still said it wrong. Like two months now. Anyways, yes, we got a lot of stuff. Of course, big news coming out of California. John Tavares has signed. I'm kidding. No, we're not going to no. make it. No, we, Ilya we, Kovalchuk <laughs> has signed a good contract for him and the organization. We're talking about the LA Kings. And they are now at like $0 available. Good. If I was, if I was uh, an NHL Excuse franchise. Me. They have $3.179 million remaining. And that's after they extended the cap. Yeah, exactly. I would, I would rather, if I was an NHL organization, I would spend every dollar I could. Because that makes the most sense. I'm, okay, I'd leave maybe a million or two left over just in case I want to pick up somebody in the middle of the season. But other than that, I want to go into the next year with nothing. Yep, and Kovalchuk's official numbers are three years, 18.75 million. So that's 6.25 each year, which, yep. is, which is less than um, some would expect. I think here's I think thing. we talked here's about him going for seven was no, possible. No performance bonuses, no signing bonuses, which is obviously big because you don't, especially as a team, you know, he's a 30, it's a 35-plus contract. He is 35 years old, you know, especially a guy that hasn't played in the NHL for a few years. That's a gamble that you probably don't want to take, you know, with a signing bonus especially or a performance bonus because if he gets a performance bonus, I mean, great. But hey, with, your, with, with the way the cap situation right now is in Los Angeles – you can't. You have to nickel and dime it a little bit. Well, let's be honest. Here. Even though you just wasted over six million dollars on a player, well, that let's hasn't be honest played in the league for three years. Yeah, he's but he's still played in the NHL for an extended period of time. He has. He's playing, or he's played. I mean, numerous seasons post lockout, so he knows the trapezoid rule. He knows all the different stuff. Does he maybe need a refresher? What does he just, know, know the trapezoid rule for? He doesn't. Need, only thing he needs to remember how to do is how to play on small ice. Four check. That's why. He never did. He well, never. He never did. Fortune. Maybe he will. Sometimes player change or players change. Excuse me. He'll put him on a line with Dustin Brown, and he'll go in the corners, and he'll. I do would the... not put him on a line with Dustin Brown. I put. Who him would with... you put him on a line? I with? would put him. Oh boy. 
I would put him, oh, I want to say between the first and second line. Probably, okay, if I wanted to pick first line, I'm going to say Kopitar. Tanner Pearson? No. No. Clifford? Um, Kopitar, no. Uh, Kovalchuk, and then, oh, who, what's that one kid? One kid that I really like They watching. still have to re-sign Tobias Ryder, Tory Mitchell, a couple defensemen that I've never heard of, and a few minor leaguers, but nothing. Peter Budai's in the minors? Really? For Jack Campbell? Uh, okay. Um, I don't think that's right. Uh, this is on cap friendly, by the way, but I, I don't know. I just, I'm really hesitant about this LA team. They had, they made a run last year. They got in the playoffs. They got, well, they didn't get smacked around. Tyler Toffoli. That's who I would. Tyler Toffoli, Anze Kopitar, and Ilya. I said that earlier. I said Toffoli. You said no. Did you say um, Toffoli? I think I did. You said Dustin Brown. I said Dustin Brown and Tyler Toffoli. No, um, you just said Justin Brown. But I, regardless. I really think LA's in a tight bind where they could be a team. They still have yeah, Funa for three more years, by the way, for at 5.25. Right. So I just don't think this team is going to actually make a legitimate. Will they be an actual competitive? They'll be competitive in the regular season. They'll make the playoffs. I right. don't see this team as a Stanley Cup favorite. Unless John, Unless Jonathan Quick pulls the rabbit out of the hat and plays amazing, great, but we learned this in the first round. You run to a hot goaltender, you're done for. Now, whether or not L.A., with the, if Mark Andre Fleur had not been the other goaltender, would they have won that series? I don't know. Would they have been able to beat San Jose? I doubt it. You see, I, I'm, I'm looking at this L.A. team, and I, I like to make a lot of references to like past teams or whatever, and I, I kind of look at them like they won, you know, how many cups? Two. Okay. So you win two cups. Is, and, and that's four years ago now. Right, and you're, you're still kind of, and I say kind of very leniently, banking off that reputation of winning two cups. You know, They're four, not as good as they are. They're, they're not they're as like, dumb. They're like teams the, learn. That's the thing. Yeah. The, that's, how they, that's why the NHL is so different compared to like other leagues. Like Teams learn what to do. Yeah, but they're like they're kind of like Ken Holland, who's just, they're just banking off their like previous history. No, I mean, no, look, look no, at, no. We're not getting Ken I'm, Holland. I'm not talking about Ken Holland. No, Ken Holland's banking off his reputation because Marion Illich loves him. You know this, and you know I know, I'm, 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 I'm just, I'm just comparing it because, I mean, look at... That's a horrible comparison. Okay, but look at, look, tomatoes at, to, look at a, look at a player like Dustin Brown. Dustin Brown tomatoes not, to jelly. Dustin Brown should not be in the NHL, period. He shouldn't. Okay, if he were to be in the well, NHL, he, he was, should not he break a, the third he had, line. He had a better second half. He should be on the fourth line, maybe fourth line right winger at but best. But he signed a contract at the right time to make a crap ton of money for a long time. Exactly. So, so you look at the Detroit Red Wings in the past or whatever, and they have a bunch of a couple of these older guys that are kind of also you know banking on the fact that they were in that NHL you know Stanley Cup winning team or whatever, like. Uh, well, Cronwall. Cronwall is one. Zetterberg. Z- Zetterberg. Uh, Erickson. Jimmy Howard. Erickson one. was not there. Yes, he was. Erickson was on the roster. He was on the roster, but so he was got Jimmy a Howard. Ring. So was Jimmy he Howard. got a ring. Yeah, everyone gets a ring. False. Joe Bowen would get a ring if finally when the Leafs won a cup. Cannot, any, anyone can get okay. a ring. This stupid janitor at the Joe could have gotten a ring. He got a ring, regardless. He was on the roster. He played in the regular season. If he played in the playoffs, it was sparse. Probably because five minutes an entire season. Because, well, they also had Nicholas Lidstrom, who was a dominant force back then, so he was playing like a good 35 minutes a night. But regardless, you have players like Anze Kopitar, who's... He was voted MVP, but I don't think he should be the MVP. I think he's good. I don't think he's that good. You have players like Dustin Brown and Jonathan Quick, who I wouldn't say he's the best goalie in the, anymore. I think he kind of like 
playing in front of an old. He's playing behind Drew Doughty and a bunch of old guys. He was, he's 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 kind of in that class where at the same time as he was a JS Jaguar type. Yeah, where it was a, it was a very I don't say groundbreaking pioneering type of style of goaltending, and no one could solve it for a couple of years. Right, and then they solved it, and now teams have learned to solve it. So now it's like, okay, now what? And also look at the fact that. He was also in the same. He was grouped as a great goalie with, you know, uh, Hendrik Lundqvist, Carey Price, so on and so on. And, so and on. all three of them are. Oh, and, and now they're yeah, they're a little bit over the hill, if you will. And Carey Price is still around for ten more years. And whoa, Montreal, you must be feeling pretty good. Yeah, no, they're not. But kind of going over the hill and kind of getting over this tangent that we went on to and going That was a solid tangent. I was doing all right until you decided to talk about the wings and how Well, I was, I was just relating them to a previous team and then you went and you were like, "No, don't talk about Ken Holland." No, cuz Ken Holland just is compares, a horrible I'm just comparison. Ken Holland hasn't done that's a gosh darn things in this decade. Yeah, but that's what I do. I compare things. I, I give people other things to think about. But Yes, and yeah, I, my brain so, hurts thinking that you the fact that you compare a team that's won in the last I guess 10 years now. To a team that 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 '08 and '09 teams that was those were miracle teams. They had and that was about it. Right. But so, anyways, so I, good good deal for LA, I think, and good deal for Mr. Kovalchuk. You are cash strapped. Ilya's back in the league. We'll see how he does. But thankfully, it's only three years. That was right. smart by them not signing a long term contract, only three year contract. And I think Kovalchuk had to realize that in a player in his position, that he was not going to get a long-term deal at his age and the fact that we don't know how he's going to do. Right, and all, I think it's also smart that they didn't sign him for seven. I think since they kept it under seven, it's possible that if things don't work out, you could, you have the possibility of trading him to a team that, you know, they really need A, star power, and B, uh, quote-unquote, past dominant forward. Right, and if it bombs, <clears throat> guess what? He ain't going anywhere because no one will take a chance on him at this point. Right, and talking about dominant forwards, kind of, kind of like, kind of like how there's a LeBron watch. Let's talk about Tavares watch. Tavares watch. Well, the let's see. I think it was yesterday. It was he Mont- had some meetings. I think it was just Montreal and Toronto yesterday. San Jose was meeting today. I don't know who's all meeting. I think it's San Jose and someone else. They're doing. They're doing. They have uh, four teams the next or five teams in the next three day or in the three day span. Let's see. John Tavares, I should have looked this up. Uh, Boston's another one. I don't know when that's going to happen. John Tavares. Well, he, well, he, as of right now, as far as I know, he met with. Um, oh, six teams. Sorry, six teams. He met with six teams on Monday. He's going to meet. He's meeting with six teams. So two. Okay. Two teams a day. So, so as so. as far as we know right now, the two teams that he met with uh, on Monday were, which was yesterday, for those of you that know, the twenty fifth of June, he met with uh, <coughs> the Islanders and the Maple Leafs. And as of right oh, now, yeah, no, he met with Montreal and the Maple Leafs. No, he met with the Islanders and the Maple Leafs. He's met with the Islanders for the last three weeks. Yeah, but he, it, it's saying my source TSN is saying that he did not meet with Montreal yesterday. He had meetings. He may have talked with Montreal, but he did not have actual meetings, like in-person talking meetings. And he is also set to make. Meetings with San Jose, Boston, Dallas, San and Jose, Tampa Bay. San Jose is going on as we speak. Um, San Jose would be an interesting spot. I don't I'd, think that's a team that's quite there. They made a pretty good run. I didn't, and they ran to a good Vegas team, which happens. I don't 
know if Tavares would want to go there. I mean, you know, maybe the maybe the fact that he may get the eight million dollars that Thornton will not be getting this year. Uh, yeah, but I, if I was Tavares, I wouldn't want to go there because guess who? The I mean, look at who they just got though, just a while back, Vander Kane. Do okay. I want to? Do I want to play with a Vander Kane? Yes. Put him on your wing and have him just fire pucks in I, for you. I'm I'm talking about like attitude. Oh, do you my think gosh. they'll blend together? This was four years ago. You're going so far back, dude. You're thinking LA is still a contention of a team just because they won four years ago. This is the thing. Evander Kane is. Wait, a great, what, what do you mean? He's learned. He's calmed down a lot since he left Winnipeg. Absolutely. Buffalo humbled his keister to the ground. Well, and the yeah, fact that cause... he went to San Jose, and I think him being on a team with Joe Thornton and Brent Burns, guys that are proven leaders in this league, I think that's really brought him down and back. And now you put him with John Tavares. Now you have the skill. Because Evander Kane did score when he was with Jack Eichel. Oh, yes. He did a really good job. So you put him on the line with Tavares, and I don't know who would be on your other wing. I, but... I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying that. I don't think the I don't think that he's I don't, I don't think it's the attitude. Okay, I think your attitude's not the problem. I think you're interpreting me saying attitude is one way. I'm saying attitude as in uh, like characteristics, like you know beliefs and how you know. Well, I'm I'm lost on you with this one here. Talking about how they think. If two minds don't think alike, they don't play well together. Well, okay, yes, but this ain't a Brett Hall Wayne Gretzky thing. If that's what you're thinking of, how Brett Hall couldn't play. Yeah, that, that's true. That couldn't play. Now, here's the thing. You don't know until you try. And this is all considering the fact that Tavares does have a San Jose, by the way. Right. Evander Kane is a fantastic player, and if he has a center that can lead the rush and lead the play and give him the puck in the open slot, I absolutely would definitely be excited if I'm Evander Kane. But you're not. we're not talking about like Evander Kane. We're talking about Tavares. This is I'm saying that would, that would totally work. That would be a great line right there. I don't see him going to Dallas or Boston. Actually, no, maybe Boston, but definitely not Dallas. Boston because they need, they ha- they need the depth. They do, and there. I'll be honest. If they weren't, if they were not beaten around, by, okay, yes. Who I don't looking back on, I don't think the Leafs would have beaten Tampa either. And I can see why Boston it was lost. possible. It was possible, but so was Boston. Exactly. But you could just see how defeated Boston was and how fatigued they were in that series. And the fact that, because they don't forget, they only ran one line and Jake DeBrusque. Yeah, so, one line, Jake DeBrusque and Zdeno Chara for 40 minutes at each Zidane night. Chara, he did not skate for 40 minutes. So that's what you're wondering. He just went from blue line, he went from the red line. That's back. all they needed him to do. Chara, big body, stand on the blue line, block him. But, but Tavares, I think, would add a lot of depth. And they, let me check their cap friendly. I have no, I'm not quite sure what they are looking at in terms of... Yeah. Well, while you're looking currently. that up, I'm, well, I'm, it's, it's going to be quick here. Uh, Boston is currently at, they have they have almost twelve million dollars in space right now, and their current free agent situation looks like Riley Nash, Tommy Wingles, Rick Nash. I don't think that's going to happen. Riley Nash. I said Riley Nash. You said, said Rick Nash. I said Riley Nash. Rick Nash. You didn't say. You said only one Nash. I said both. Uh, Nick Holden. That'll be a cheap contract. I think. I don't think he's worth that much. Kadobin. Uh, you're back up for seven hundred fifty grand if you're smart. Um, I'd give him eight, eight hundred thousand. Whatever. He's a, just he's, a sub, grand. he's a subpar backup. I I really think that Boston can do it if you can get Rick Nash at a fair deal. If you can convince him to hey take a pay cut because we're gonna get Tavares, that could definitely work out in the end. But then again, I just I don't think Boston's gonna sign Rick Nash. Riley Nash will definitely stay. Wingles, eh, I don't know. Rick Nash um, is one of those bodies that's definitely just being tossed everywhere right now. Well, at this point, yeah. I mean, he didn't he didn't do a whole. He played decently well for Boston towards the end. Didn't do a whole lot in the playoffs. 
Kind of um, just skates I mean, he like did, a gump. He did. A, I mean, he did a little stuff against Toronto, but I don't think he's a, definitely a game changer. I don't think he's worth $5 million anymore, and I think they have room to get Tavares, and obviously you still have to fill out two teams. That's the hard part a lot of these teams have to see is that, they yes, you're going to have to throw 8 to $9, maybe $10 million to John Tavares. Can you build, Can you actually have – can you, like, put on the ice a full hockey team and a minor league team? That's right. what you have to consider. Right. That's the real hard part of this type deal. You want to fill out close to – I mean, you may not full you know have full 50 contracts, but you still want to get 45 or whatever and just sign a bunch of minor leaguers to – Excuse me, minor league contracts, right? But and it's not like it's a gamble. I yeah. it's it's a gamble wherever you go, and that's why that's why I say the Leafs are in a particular position with Willie Melander. Is he worth six million dollars? I don't know. Are they going to pay him like a winger? Are they going to pay him like a center? He did well. He did well at times playing center. But then again, he's playing a lot with with Matthews. Played a lot with uh, on the wing. Uh, for Kadri for a little bit there. He has taken the draws, yes, but so has Matthews. They do that, and that's why that line is perfect. You can have both take the left side draws. You can have Matthews, right side draws, you have Nylander. And it's going to come down to it. And, yes, they have, the Leafs do have quite a bit of money because, obviously, Lupo came off the books, so you don't worry about LTIR there. Nathan Horton's not worth anything. Nathan Horton's LTIR as well. So you have that capability, and you're going to lose Polak. You're going to lose... You're eventually going to lose one of the goaltenders. There's no way around that one. You're going to lose, and that's not one, if not two. Ah, they're going to. Well, they just signed Pickard. Well, they just signed. Okay, so that's so, a so process of elimination there. So that means the Leafs oh, have $24.6 million available. They have to resign as of right now. Garrett Sparks is going to go somewhere. I know it. Nylander, Balkanis is gone, Bozak's gone, Komarov's gone, JVR's gone, Dominic Moore's gone. So up front, all they have is Nylander. On the back end, Roman Pollock? No, I doubt it. See? Well, Martin Marincin Babcock, was not, so. Babcock likes well, Pollock for certain reasons. Well, he, so. Spring Pollock, yes. The first 57 games of the season? No. Freddie Gauthier's got to get... Fre, Freddie Gauthier got a qualifying offer. Andres Janssen did. Martin Marincin. Justin Hall. I don't, know if they, I don't know if they gave one to Kyle Bond. I think Kyle Bond may be a minor league contract. But... You have that sitting in the back of mind. And then, of course, you have a lot of guys next year, a lot of players that are going to be free agents, a lot of restricted free agents, you know, Matthews, Marner, Kapanen, and so forth, same for Levo. Um, it's going to be very interesting what's going to happen next year. So now there was the talk, and I saw this with a lot of teams, the bridge contracts, the one plus eight contract, the option of signing for the first year and see how that goes and then have the option to pick up the next eight. Now, that is probably not what the Leafs are looking for. No. Because they are going to have to lock up Matthews. They're going to lock up Martin. They're going to have to lock up Nylander. They have to get him at the right price. With a player like Matthews, especially, they, and, and he, the fa- he is, if the, if the deal is done right, they're, he is probably one of the only players, if not the only player, that they would ever consider doing a bridge deal with. Matthews, because no. Matthews would be an eight-year. He'd, he'd be straight up eight years all the way. He's so young. He has so he's much He's a potential. franchise player. Exactly. They're going to throw that tag on him hard. And that's why I think maybe if, if the Leafs were to do it, you would almost do it saying, all right, we doubt it that we're going to sign him. We're going to sign, We're going to pick up that contract. Unless it was a cheap, not a cheap deal, because we're talking about John Tavares, not really necessarily anything would be a cheap deal here. It would have to be an affordable contract that you can fit Marners, Matthew, Nylander, um, Dermott, whenever he gets his contract coming up. Um, Jake Gardner's a free agent next year. I don't know how that's going to go. He's got 82 games to figure that out. Um, 
but there's going to be a lot of stuff to look at here. Let's put if, it this way. When when Patrick Marlowe's contract is up, who is going to take over the fathership of the Toronto Maple Leafs here? We got well, young. No one will. There won't be anybody because at this point, they probably won't have Tavares. Well, if they I'll were, be on, I'll be 100% honest. I don't... They I, need Tavares to be the father. It's going to be... It's going to be interesting. I really think the Leafs have a shot. I just don't want it to come next. Remember, we we just they have one the, of the best shots. We all. just well, we just had the, heard the interview on uh, Leafs talk today on TSN ten fifty with Brian Evans. Brian Evans talking to Ray Ferraro about possibly costing Nylander, and then Ray Ferraro said possibly moving Kadri at four point five. I don't see. Here's the thing: if Tavares wasn't a free agent this year, I'd be fine with this team. I'm totally fine with this team. You throw Tavares in it, and all of a sudden you think you have to get rid of somebody. What's the point? I, I understand. And I no, no, hold on. I understand. Well, money's obviously the thing, but I understand Tavares could be a huge player for the Leafs, but you have so much potential, and Nazem Kadri is hitting his stride right now, guys. He's hitting his stride with playing the third. He's playing a shutdown role, and he's putting thirty goals in a year. Exactly. Why? Why this would is the you, best time to sell? Well, sell he, high. because you. If you sell high, I'm. I don't want to trade him because I. You and me both. We went over this. You and me both love Kadri. Who's He's a the great four, player. Who's the four centers? If you sign Tavares. You'll figure it out. Matthews, Kadri, Tavares, a you're fourth not, line center. Okay. You have that center spot open. It's not like you're... What do you think? Bozak's going to re-sign for a million dollars? Screw that. No. But think of it from a money standpoint. Kadri is, like you said, he's playing a great shutdown the, role. He's he putting the, 30 goals in he's a year. He's a $4.5 million center. $4.5 million center. A top center. I'm playing with... Three great centers right now, or was with three great centers. Wait. I'm just saying that is a that is a deal you want to ride out. And yes, you do. If you do, yes, if you, you always s- want to sell high. I understand. If that. you sell Kadri now, you can get two younger guys. But he is two younger guys that have more potential and more years. More potential, more years. I mean, it's not like Kadri's an old fart. He's. I'm old. not saying that he's an old fart. I'm saying that, like you said, he's in his prime. Kadri's 27 years. I don't. I don't think he can go higher than this performance wise. He's got four more four more years left on his contract. I don't understand. If they if they make a trade, I will immediately all the good things I said about Kyle Dubas go out the window. Screw it. Why? I, because he is a perfectly capable role player. He's doing exactly. He's a role player that scores. Name another center in this league, Alex, that can do that. Austin Matthews. Austin Matthews is not a role player. Austin Matthews is a yes, superstar. He is. He's a superstar. His role is to be the best. That's, okay, that's not necessarily a role player. Yeah, it is. Okay, a role is. player is like Tony. What's, what, what's his role? Okay, he wins faceoffs. I'm not going to get he in makes argument. money. Okay, I'm, I'm not going to get this argument about being a role player. What I'm saying is, for the position Cadre's put in, you will not find a better center in this league for that cheap amount of money. I'm just saying that. You, for the fact that you even that anyone over there in the three letter network. Yeah, I just said it. I said it. I love TSN, but my goodness, I, you're getting to that point. The fact that anyone considered that. That Kadri trading him just so he can make room for Tavares is asinine. Yes, you need to be tougher. You think John Tavares will be tougher than Kadri? He ran a guy's face into the boards. Yeah, but that I also probably that, down a little bit. Yeah, that um, also that also cost him, or that cost the team a he, bit. Right, but that it, was yes. three games in a playoff where if they probably had him, they would have won the series. Right, and I understand that, and that's what I'm saying. Yes, he's got he does have to try to keep it in check, but. That was the thing. That's here's what we learned. We've gone over this before. In when they lost to Washington, all right, they learned that you they need to find that extra gear to play a six a tough seven game a six seven game series. Right. So they they ramped it up. They learned. That, those were all rookies. Now they played second year. Great season. Best season in Leafs history. They go up against Boston. 
what do they do? They get knocked around. Yes, they made it seven games because they were able to. They were able to do it on skill alone. But they you, re- you realize that you need more than just skill to make it through four rounds of Stanley Cup Finals. I don't think John Tavares is that replacement if you want to get tougher, if you want to have more more grit. Tavares is a great, he's a tough player. I don't think he's that kind of tough player that you need. Kadri has that potential. But they're not going to sign Tavares to be a tough player. That's the point. But why would you get why would you get rid of Kadri then for that? Because they can sell him. Yeah. If you're going to take so, on a it's so dumb. It it's a trade-off thing. If you're going to take on a big, I would rather if, see Roman Reigns be a ty- champion he for the WWE champion for 10 years than watch Kadri get signed for Tavares. No you would. Yes, I would. No you would. That's I can, ridiculous. Cuz I can easily turn off WWE easily. For that, because that's because just I don't understand it. Trade Matt Martin then, just fine. No. Make make that get, get that two and a half. Half kick once, big boys. Get that two and a half million. Hey, get that two, and, that two and a half million. Players. That two and a half million off the books. There you go. That makes that makes. But a why six. would I? Why would I take two and a half million off when I could easily trade one contract you spot? You mean Jake Gardner? You. <sighs> <laughs> if they tra- if they trade Jake Gardner, they trade Jake Gardner. If they keep him, they keep him. I'm. Yeah, he's a 50-50 for me. I like him and I don't. I'm just saying. I'm not all gung-ho, screw Gardner or whatever. Yeah, he's made mistakes, but I'm not, yeah. All I'm saying is, if you're going to sign Tavares, you better sign him straight up. You better not try to make room with getting rid of anyone. That will. You, you wouldn't. This team right now, yes. They're thinking about it. They're developing. Don't forget. This if you is, don't play with the idea, then you're still, stupid. This is still a five-year plan, guys. Yeah. Yes, I know. Winning, if we we're not in a window. It's yet. a five-year plan. We are that not in a every single yet. year. The plan is to pick up good free agents. I don't think make we're in good deals, but we're not in a window yet. Patrick Marlowe last year was shocking because, like, okay, we just fast forwarded the we just fast forwarded the rebuild. I didn't expect to get Marlowe. Exactly. Think. So if they get Tavares, how much time is that off the quote unquote rebuild? Well, sh- not you're in the window. Then you're spending exactly. A- I don't know. You're for- in the window. Why? And why now? We're so young. You haven't won a Stanley Cup in how many years? Yes. 50- Win now. Build a reputation Alex, of being. They a thought that in 2013. Guess what? And it, it failed. And it ruined the team for a few years there. Exactly. It, it failed. Destroyed the team. They did that post lockout. They brought in Jason com- Allison. They that brought was a in, complete. They traded for Andrew Raycroft. That was a completely different office, though. That was a completely different team with and a completely wh- different coach. That's why I'm a hoping. A completely different I'm mentality. I'm hoping the brass right now, Shani Dubas. Uh, I forgot the assistants' names. Oh, my gosh. It's killing my brain. But they are smart enough to see that this team right now, what they have, can be something you can push forward with. Yes, but add, they're also smart enough to play with the idea. Add parts. If you don't play with the idea, you're no better than I your opponent. I wouldn't disassemble keeping parts, and Nazem Kadri's a key part. William Nylander's a key part. If you can get William Nylander to convince him to take a cheap deal to get Tavares, oh, yes. You're, if you're Nylander, you see that. You see dollar signs. You see rings going on your finger. Not just one, either. It's, so, oh, they got to play with the idea. They have to. It kills me. And and here's the worst part. Odds are Tavares is going to sign in the East. Right. Because who's out West? San Jose? Uh, San Jose. Dallas is technically in the West. Right. That ain't happening. And, yeah, that's it. So, long story short, Tavares is going to play the Leafs or he's going to be on the Leafs. Yep. He's going to make our lives miserable like he's done before or he's going to play for the Leafs. Yep. So, I don't know. What would you rather do? I would rather have him as Leaf. Yes. But would you want to get rid of players on your team that are key now, that are playing for your team now, that are contributing at high rates, like 
grade A rates and take a chance for what four or five years unless they do a three-year contract with Tavares, which would be great but it's it's so you have hockey players are like winchester rifles dude this is what i said in my article last night interchangeable parts this is what i said about my article last night you you either it works who reads the articles though a couple people actually no i seriously had a couple people that's good yesterday um but like it's either gonna work or you're gonna gamble it's gonna cost your team for down the line like it's not like Riley Nash for when he first time with New York, yeah, who worked out, played pretty well. You Towards mean Rick the end. Nash? Rick Nash, yeah. You said Riley Nash. You got me mixed up now. You're mixing yourself up. Like I said, blame you need to Bo- go back to speech school. I blame Boston for this. I'm just saying there's a lot of potential to get Tavares. Yes, get Tavares. But it's not worth co- it's not worth losing pieces that are good now. Because if you are in this win-now scenario, you better you better be smart. Yes, Tavares is only 28 years old. Kadri's 27. Who knows how each are going to turn out? Will Kadri keep progressing? But Will Tavares it? is better now. And he's probably going to be better That's forever. what I'm saying. If you're Dubas and you're looking at your contract situation, you're saying, all right, we got to sign him for three years, and then we have to decide then. I don't think placing him for a long-term deal that's going to cost you down the line is worth it. It's it's if, very, if it if it does work out for the Leafs though this will be like my last note on it. Tavares will be kind of like the how would I put it the Matt Sundin. No. Yes, come from another team in the East. Well, you wouldn't be necessarily Matt Sundin because I don't think he'll get. Oh the my gosh, C. this is whole turn to a Nazem cat freaking Wendell Clark. He's Matt not Sundin gonna. Thing. He's not gonna get a C. But this is gonna hurt my. Br- this is gonna kill me. He's he's gonna, gonna be he's gonna, gonna he's gonna be one of the one head they're of gonna dis- Cerebrus. They're gonna help. They're gonna a assemble this team. Three-headed dog of franchise. And I think it's gonna work, and it won't work for four years, and then somehow they'll have like great five-year stretch, and then nothing. Ty, it's breathe. Gonna happen just it'll all over it again. It's happening all over it out. again. It'll work. It'll, it'll fig. They will figure it out, man. They'll do it. Is it bad that I remember that Wendell Clark actually played for the Islanders? No, because it happened. It Wendell Clark played for multiple teams. So did Dougie Gilmore. Dougie Gilmore got out so of there. So did Jeremy Roenick. I don't know why I brought Jeremy Roenick into this, but that's... Don't talk to me that, about that. That, that is lame excuse for a broadcaster. He is the, hockey he's player, the, he's the Bruce Nolan of hockey. Hockey players... He's the Bruce Nolan of hockey. Okay, this is what I'll say. Real quick note before we get on to our next thing. Hockey players that play in the NHL should not be broadcasters. No, not necessarily. No, no, no. Hear me out. Players that were in the AHL that see the dark side of hockey... They should be the broadcasters. They got the character. They don't have the money. They got the, they got the stuff. I like Colby. They got Ar- a big bag knuckles in front of the net. I like Colby Armstrong. Think he do. I like Nick Kiprios. Eh, I hate Kiprios Marty. Okay. I hate Marty Buron. I hate Dave Poulin. If you any of you are paying attention right now in Canada, you understand which side of the spectrum here I'm in the broadcast here. I like TSN. I like TSN, but the panels are better on Sportsnet. The broadcasts are better on TSN. Yeah, but TSN has you know the CFL. Yeah, well. <laughs> Go ahead. Sports 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 Both Let's Sportsnet has World Cup right now. Um Sportsnet has curling. I don't think TSN does curling. No, TSN does curling too, but I think What do you want me to do? Curling. Um, I'm trying to differentiate the two. You got me thinking now, Alex. Well, technically, CTV has. Okay, the we're going on to the next part. CTV. Let's talk about 
the we'll take a little break on the uh, UFAs and we'll talk about the current trades that have happened. Let's talk tra- about that. The current trades. What trades have happened, Alex? Well, the trades that have happened this funny season, as they call it. Well, okay. What's really happened? Don't go too. If anything is before Max Domi, I'm not listening. Okay, let's go to Max Domi and then we'll go back or go uh, forward. Alex, we talked about Max Domi last week. Why are we talking about it again? No, no, I'm not. I'm just. You're sit. You're putting a benchmarker. So from June 15th to to present day. That's, that's what we'll talk. I should not have done that. So, Ottawa Senators trade Mike Hoffman, Cody Donahue, and the 2020 fifth-round pick for Mikhail Bodker, Julius Bergman, and not a 2020 sixth-round pick. You got to fast forward here. Keep going. Keep. I'm talking, just going. Talking faster. And then, obviously, the San Jose Sharks traded Mike Hoffman in a seventh-round pick for a fourth-rounder and a fifth-rounder this year and a second-rounder next faster. year. Brooks Orpik and Philip Grubauer get traded to the Avalanche from the Washington Capitals for a 2018 second-round pick. And then Brooks Orpik gets immediately bought out right after, making exactly. that trade completely worthless. At least they got Grubauer. Uh, it's not the best thing in the world, but it's something. Yeah, so that means Bernie's on the market. Yep. Uh, New York Rangers get a first-round pick, the 22nd pick of the 2018 uh, draft. Alex, for- talking about, okay, Alex, talking about draft picks. All right, don't do draft trades. You'll be here all day. So... Not a whole lot in trades, but of course, obviously, free well, Dougie Hamilton, before. Michael Ferland, Adam Fox got traded to Carolina for Noah Hannafin and Elias Lindholm. That's a good trade. Good what do you mean? I thought you were talking. I thought you were diving into the whole like draft day trades. You know, two picks for one pick or whatever. So the Dougie Hamilton trade. I'm calling it the Dougie Hamilton trade because I'll be honest. Noah Hannafin's going in there to my crusade of the Carolinas. Dougie, he's gonna wear the new black jersey that they got. The the second home jersey. With the new warning flags in the in the state of Carolina, in in the flags, man. It's uh, great. It's not great. It's fantastic. I feel it's bad my crusade. That. It's what the Carolina Hurricanes need, but you are not what they need right now. Oh, they, I am what they need. I am the crusader. You're not. The I am crusader. the hero of the Hurricanes. I am the Carolina Crusader. Oh my gosh! That's their new mascot. You move over, dog with a really long tongue. I'm in. You mean Harvey the Hound? Sure. No, well, okay, both sides kind of get what they need. Elias Lindholm brings a lot of great offense to the Calgary Flames. And you know what? I think, yes, Doug Hamilton's a better defenseman, but at least Calgary gets a defenseman in return to Hannafin. He has a little bit of an upside. May have, and, of course, you really can't look at their stats last year. Carolina was garbage. What Carolina really needs is a goaltender right now. Carter Hutton's on the market, by the way. Yep. That'll be a cheap starter contract, much cheaper than Scott Darling. I hope, I would hope at least. Obviously, Cam Ward's going off the books. So you have Carter Hutt and Scott Darling. Boom, you have a $3 million backup with a $2 million starter. I'll take that. Right. Well, actually, it's not ideal, but hey, for what you got right now, you got to do it. And I mean, and you're also thinking about it this way. You're hiding a little bit of a cash dump in a trade because you're giving them Dougie Hamilton. That's the big guy on this trade. And then you're also giving them Michael Furland. So that's a defenseman and a forward for a defenseman and a forward. And then you're also dumping Adam Fox's contract. Adam Fox is actually looking like a very talented prospect who could actually come, you know, be a pretty good player down the line. But going right. back to Dougie Hamilton, I think that's what Carolina really needs right now. They need better defensemen. They're, they have the offensive touch with, you know, I know Jeff Skinner may is probably going to get traded. But, you know, they have yeah, Jordan Stahl. He's kind of in, in, yeah. But they have Sebastian Ajo, who's still young. And, yeah, he had a sophomore slump, but, hey, he'll bounce back from that. Um, they just don't really have a really good core on the back end. Right. Justin Falk's there, but there's looks that he may get traded. Of course, Tommy Dundon's going to go freaking willy-nilly with his phone, it looks like. And, 
you know, who knows what will happen after. You know, I, I think you won't you won't see a whole lot of crazy trades until I think after July 3rd. Wait a second. You said he's going to go Willie? Willie nilly William Nylander is going to Carolina? Is that what you were saying, buddy? Oh, God, no. Please. That's going to be the trade. Carolina is going to get William Nylander and Garrett Sparks for who knows what. <gasps> if that's get, the contract. Maybe they'll gets, get Dougie Hamilton. If that's, what just, if that's how they get Justin Falk, I'm going to cry. That's Dude, not I would, the way to, I would take Dougie Hamilton. I'm glad Steve, Falk, shot, I'm glad Steve shot my idea down quick because if that's what it takes to get Justin Falk, I'm going to quit. What? I'm going to quit the broadcast they, industry they, okay. right then and there. If they sold Sparks... Neilander and some something else for, for Justin Falk. No, you better no, be getting for, the entire. You better no, be getting no. the Charlotte Checkers for that. The the Charlotte Checkers. The Charlotte Checkers. The Charlotte Checkers. I'm saying not just Falk, but also Dougie Hamilton. I'll you're take not, both okay, those. I'll take both. They're not going to do both. For Neilander, who's a very well abled, you know, a good player. I want Neilander. He hasn't even hit his stride yet. The fact that Alex, exactly he though. scored 25 goals and he's not even the as top of his game yet. Let's wait. Let's be a little patient here. Same thing, with, same, same thing with Marner. Same thing with Marner. Man make fire. Fire is flame. Flame need win now. So do Leafs. Calgary needs to win now or else Mike Smith will be out there. Um, I Yeah, I think Carolina wins the trade, but I think Calgary will profit better from it. In the long run. Right. Because it's one player and a prospect versus Noah Hannafin and Elias Lindholm, who will, who I think Calgary, I think that's what they need he, here now. They need, Calgary of course, doesn't then need... Again, then again, they need Mike Smith to play an entire season. Right. I think that's what they need. Mike, Cal- Smith, Mike Smith can play from start to finish like he did, or start to finish like he did in the first, like, 30 games. Calgary will be fine. Flames fans, you'll be fine. You also need to not have... Prospects. Well, okay, you need some prospects. So, because if everything does work out, you need a future. But for your own sake, you can't bank on the future. You need to bank on right now. And you know, the only the trade that happened the day after was really not much. Really, we're noteworthy. Let's talk free agents. It was Michael Chaput for Tanner Caro between Vancouver and Chicago, and Robbie Russo sent to the Arizona Coyotes for a conditional twenty for a bag of pucks. On to the more important information. Let's look at other than John Tavares, who is on the market. Well, uh, the big guy coming from hey Toronto, JVR. JVR, the best one-dimensional player I've ever seen. He does his job. He's Okay, that's bar- actually no, I don't know. Let's Ingress- talk about key players to oh. play the roles. Yeah, uh, JVR. Uh, hey, you know what? I'm uh, talking about one-dimensional players. Wayne Gretzky was pretty good. Um, <laughs> hey. Oh it yeah. Worked. Oh, everyone's like, oh, remember the goal in '88 against Calgary? It was on the penalty kill. It was on the flipping red line. It wasn't defense. It was cherry picking. He, he this, was. This crap about him being a defensive player. Never, he wasn't Gret- a defensive. player. Have you ever seen Gretzky in the defensive zone? I'll be honest. Why not ask McSorley? Yes. Oh. How far how far of a pass did he have to make to get to Gretzky? Tape to tape, four footer or a twenty footer? Who's at the other end? I don't know. Anyways, yes to both because it depends on the time. James Van Riemsdyk will make. Let's see, he made four point two five this past year. He'll make five, five and a half, six maybe, depending on where he's five. going. Five. And I remember I talked about eight. Hey, if the Islanders can't get Tavares, you need a goal scorer that can play the front of the net for you. JVR would be a good pick. And here's the thing: he nixed the contract. Nixed. He he completely declined to trade last year. Smart on him, obviously. You know, with Garth Snow and Doug Waite, wasn't a goal, wasn't a great thing going there. Right. But you got Barry Trotz behind the bench. Now you got your old boss Lou running the team. That's a that's pretty apparent. I'd make that's a I for me that's probably a pretty alluring more than obviously Garth Snow and the old and the old uh, the old brass the old guard the old guard. I I think JVR would he'd probably look at the Islanders now. 
Now, whether or not Tavares signs or not is how much you have to pay JVR, but I think JVR will take a look there. I know, I mean, if you're, I think if you're Winnipeg, Winnipeg, I, I'm, and it's weird to say they need more depth scoring. They could use more depth scoring. I mean, as Paul's, dumb as as dumb as it sounds, you're Paul in Stassi Winnipeg. is about to be a UFA. I th- and he, I don't think he had a, a qualifying offer either. Nope. That's the weird part. He's waiting. JVR could easily be a five million dollar replacement for Paul Stasny. I think he could play be a guy that plays the front of the net, especially on the power play. Because let's be honest, Winnipeg is in win now mode. Connor Hellebuck, except for oh that yeah, left. Connor Hellebuck's hitting his stride. Dustin Bufflin, he's getting old. He's still up there, but he's getting old. He can still do Dustin Bufflin things. We right. watched a scrum where he literally pulled two guys backwards and was like... Twice. Yeah, twice. And he was like, hey, no, I'm Bufflin. I'm Buff. Buffman. Buffman Bufflin. Uh, and that's why I think J.B. would be a great fit in Winnipeg. I know Vegas can just throw money wherever the hell they want. Uh, well. Oh, yeah, they can. Just about. If they're smart, they won't. Um... My guy is talking about Paul Stasny. I think if you're going to do a trade-off, I think Paul Stasny may be looking at the Islanders. If you're looking at a team that's going to win soon, see, I don't know. I don't think – I don't really know who's who's really a favorite next year. Pittsburgh maybe? No, I wouldn't say Pittsburgh's a favorite. They're a contender. I don't really – I think say, Boston's like, a good look. I think Tampa's a good look. Boston and Tampa. Well, Tampa should have won, but they just ran into this Washington team that was not going to be I denied. Think, I think San Jose is a but Like a, I said, Alex, Tampa team. doesn't have a whole lot of room to work with. Right. They saw, they, I don't know if they're going to resign Kunitz or not, but – They're I, still tied up with a bunch of hens in the hen house. Well, yeah, you just – you have Kucherov with long-term. You have Alex Kaloran on a long-term. Stammer right. signed forever. I think uh, – what's his name? Victor Hedman, he's got a, another three or four years left on his deal. Exactly. So, then, I mean, there's a lot of money there, and obviously you don't want to wait. Right. James Neal, by the way, we're kind of just going down the list here. We're looking at the TSN Paul Stasny top 76. Can, can we say that, or is it safe to say that Paul Stasny next year is probably going to make eight eight $8.5 million? No. No? I don't think he's the same player as he was when he left, uh, when he was when he was in St. Louis. I think I think his success was just based on who he was. Or excuse with. me, not St. Louis, Colorado. My bad, Colorado. I, I he was he was a, he's a great player. I think he's looking at maybe five and a half. He's taking a pay cut this year. Oh, Jesus. James Neal, I don't know. James Neal was making five million dollars last Why year. Why do you leave, man? Just stay. Maybe he didn't like it. A lot of players liked it, but maybe he didn't. Him and David Perron both. I don't. I. I if you're looking at it from a success standpoint, yes. Why would you leave? Why would Sergey Fedorov leave leave Detroit? He wanted more money. James Neal, maybe he didn't. wanted to go home. No, he didn't. He went to Anaheim. Okay, after that, what? Like five, six years later? Yeah. When he was in Col- when he was in Washington. Okay. Oh God, that's, that's not, right. He went to Washington. Let's oh jeez. Remember, he played. He played in Columbus. Back to back to hockey. James Neal, where are you going to go? Anywhere else? Go back to Smashville. Why not? I don't know if they can afford the $6 million. You're going to be asking for $6.5 million, but hey, that's a good home for you. You enjoyed it. Uh, I, I, There's a lot of, like I said, Winnipeg's out there that need scoring. Islanders need scoring. Boston could obviously use you in a good way. Mike Green is the top, the highest-rated defenseman right now in the free agent pool. Let's just That just tells you how shallow we're looking at right now in terms of on the back end right now because Mike Green is peaks and valleys 32 years old at 33 points last year on a really bad Detroit team you know he's looking for a fresh start I if I can see and he missed out going leaving at the trade deadline he wanted to get traded but I think maybe Detroit was asking for too much for him which is probably what you if you're Ken Holland you have to do 
You need yeah. pick, you need prospects. You need picks. So now that Mike Green's obviously going or walking away for free, here's the thing: Winnipeg's going to lose Tobias Enstrom. I don't think Mike Green's a good fit, though. Yeah, and I don't know either because you're you're only adding more age to that defense. Toby Enstrom's obviously older than Mike Green, but I I really think that Mike would probably do better on a team. I think maybe. Maybe Boston. They're not that deep on the blame. Here's the thing. Boston was so great last year, but they're not deep at all. If that team is deeper, eh, the Tampa series may be, that Toronto series may have been a lot shorter, and that Tampa series may have been a lot closer. And I think Mike would be a great fit there. You know, What about Edmonton? Peter Shirley would be happy with that, but I don't know if he'd want to give up, give up too much money because obviously, like you said, he's got 20... What, $21 million between two hockey players. Right. I don't know how much is in the back end right now in terms of defense. It is way too much, I believe. And he has to put, you know, a whole NHL team and a whole minor league team on the ice. So Right. Well, I mean, the only the only teams I can think possibly where Mike Green could go, first of all, St. Louis could use him. Right. Um, Edmonton's a good one. But St. Louis is in that, they're in that weird spot. That exactly. They don't know if they want to be a team to go for it, or they're going to be a team that kind of sits back. Which, which I think for Mike Green, I think that would be a good thing because, you, like you said, he wants a fresh start. Because obviously with Detroit, it kind of scarred his. Uh, well, you know, at his age, he wants to win now. That's I don't the difference. think he can though. I don't think he's at that skill level. I think he can go to a team that has that skill, Alex. Okay, he can go to. He a can team. be a second pairing defenseman, third pairing defenseman right now, and actually do. Fairly well. He just played on a really bad hockey team the last couple of seasons. New Jersey could use him. That, I, don't, I don't think... Um, New Jersey would put him on the second line, and I think he would do pretty good on the penalty kill. I don't think New Jersey's at that point yet where they want to... Go for it? No. Correct. Um, Nashville couldn't use him. Florida's... Florida's yeah, Ray is not ready yet to dive in. Lou and them, they were different. They got that first glimpse of that. They did the first year. They finished last, six, nine points. Nice. They <laughs> went to the playoffs second year, and they said, all right, there's something here, and they kind of started going for it. New Jersey, yes, they made the playoffs, but they got whooped. I think Ray is going to stick with the process, kind of just sit back and kind of let everything happen in front of him. He won't, I don't think he'll, he won't jump to conclusions. I, they may sign a couple players that'll help out, but I don't think they're going to make a big, a big signing that'll, end up maybe costing them, you know, a couple of players that they were going to have to resign. They have a lot of young players they're going to have to resign in the next couple of years. Two two the two only the two other teams that I think about they made the playoffs this year. Uh two two of my dark horses if you will. Uh Columbus and Colorado. I think they could both use them. But Colorado was the Nathan McKinnon show. Yes. So they could use a lot a lot more players. I think What was the other team? Sorry, I missed the other one. Uh Columbus. Columbus. Blue Jackets. Second or Jack third liner. Johnson's coming off the books. Zach Wierenski is not shaping up to who we thought he was going to be. Yeah, you probably could. Seth Jones is still there, but, yeah, you do need more than just one defenseman to really lead a team. Right. And Seth Jones is still young, so. Right. He's not that, so, he's not that young. He's not that young, but he's, he's relatively he's, he's, young. He's mid-20s now. Him and McKinnon, Com- were, compared him and McKinnon to, are the same year. McKinnon yeah. looks like a man. Well, I mean, compared to Mike Green, who, how old is he now? He's uh, 32. 32 years old. Mike Green could teach him a couple things. Speaking of 32-year-olds, Tyler Bozak. Somehow TSN ranked him at Somebody number Somebody pick him up. Somebody put him at number six. I don't get it. I do. I love Bozer. I love Bozer Lightyear to death. 
he he's been there since the beginning when I became a full fledged Leafs fan. He was there. He was there. He was signing. It was a Brian Burke College signing. So I feel for him. And here's the thing, as I understand, is he's he's great at faceoffs, but do you want to put? No, what was he making? He was making four point two. Do you want to put four million dollars into a guy that's a shootout specialist and a guy that can take faceoffs? I give him three. No, I give him two. But I don't want that to go in the Leafs right now. There's too much, too much oh, depth no, no. right now. Leafs should not touch him. The Leafs won't sign him. Bozak, as much as that hurts, but I just don't know where he would fit in right now. Who really? I guess I don't know. Like we keep we keep pointing at Boston. Yeah, Boston doesn't. Boston doesn't need Does Min- a faceoff specialist. Yeah, and and they have the, plenty and all of depends talent. on where he wants to go. Does Minnesota have an opening for him? Dallas, I think, has a spot. Dallas would have a spot that. But he would. He would like. And he would have to go for maybe and, two. And maybe here's where you have to look. He had 43 points last year in 81 games. Okay, you have to understand this. He was playing on a line for the majority of, not la- not this past season, the year before, with Marner and JVR. Marner was feeding him the puck the entire time. He was on the power play for a lot this year. Who do you have feeding him the puck? He had Marner. He had Kadri. JVR was tipping in his shot sometimes. It's Bozak was surrounded by great players who were able to get him points. He only had 11 goals last year. Which makes me think... Him and Jamie Ben on the same line. Well, eh, well, Jamie Ben's a center. Jamie Ben's a center. That wouldn't work. Yeah, Bozak could not play wing. He's not. He's nowhere near fast do you enough. Th- do you think they could do like the flip flop thing on no. the no. on the power play? No, because Jamie Ben on, is and for the sake of scoring goals, though. You put him on the power play, it's fine. But I don't think you'd ever want. I wouldn't sign. Okay, him so for second him. line center. Who do you put second him with? Line, for, uh, I'd say who do you put him with? Dallas. He'd, he'd be a second line center in most teams. Unfortunately, they're all bad. Florida could be an option. Florida could be an option. Florida is right there right now, where it's saying like, okay, they we want it. Well, they want it now because they should want it because they just gave the Stanley Cup runner up their team, and Riley Smith and March So and the coach and all that. And you know they're chomping and they have. A, and I, we're gonna. I'm gonna try to get an interview with a certain person from the Florida Panthers eventually. Maybe not. Probably won't happen. But You're not talking to James Reimer. He we're gonna try want, it. He don't want you. How do you know? Because anyways, but like I said, they have Lou and Reimer, and that's a very as old as they are. They that's a very solid tandem. Because Luongo doesn't remember what year it is. He thinks it's 2004. If you're fat enough, you can stop all the pucks. Roberto Luongo is not, he's husky. He's Italian, man. He's eating those meat the balls. He's eating the meat the balls. He's eating the too many eat the balls. But he's, and he's playing really well. And James is a really, James doing a better job backing up than he was in Toronto. But of course, then again, that's because Dave Donis is a turd. I'm not going to get into that one. That's going to be We're a We're not story. getting into this. I'm not going to get into that. I We don't have five hours. No, we don't. Uh, there's. A, we could because thanks to our. But Florida. Florida is, they have Barkov. They have a lot of great talent still down there. I think a veteran center. Barkov and Bozer. Make a B sandwich. Barkozer. Ooh. Ooh, thank you. Thank you. Ooh. There we go there. Yeah. Look, get okay. a little skin oh, there. Skin, skin. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Uh, holy cow, we're really at 50 minutes. Wow, this this episode's going pretty fast. We, of course, we're, we're talking a lot. Of course, then again, I went on a 20-minute rant. That L.A. part was pretty bad. Well, the L.A. part was bad, and the cad, you were thinking of, Cadre trading, I I got I got heated. We're not getting back into that because I, I think I'll start debating again. Uh, Rick Dave, Nash is a, another name. We already went over. Did him. we go over him? Yeah, we talked about him. How he's not probably the not seven point eight million dollars, but you went over Riley Nash. I did not go over Riley Nash. You want to know why? Because I don't care. Uh, you're confusing me because you're saying Rick Nash and Riley Nash and then Riley Nash and then Rick Nash and. I did talk about Rick Nash and saying how he was not the same player. I think David Perron. There we go. Eh, bringing it on track. Eh. 
He ain't, he, I don't think, you're not, a Stanley Cup contender is not going to sign him. Do you think a Stanley Cup contender will pay him an extra .25 million for a cut even uh, four? He's not worth $4 million, that's the problem. Give him he three. played with Vegas, which was willy-nilly Lucky. offense, let's go, woo! Rolling the dice at the crap table and getting sevens for seven straight rolls. Willy-nilly offense? Do you think Vegas oh, will get William oh, Nylander? Oh. <laughs> yes, you know what, for Marc-Andre Fleury, for, for Riley Smith... For Tyler, don't kid yourself. William Nylander is... For Jonathan Marchessault. William for, Nylander is not that expensive. He is not. That's why I'm making it so expensive, because I'm not getting rid of him. God, your sentiment is appalling. Jack Johnson's going to be a dud. He's going to go down to Arizona or Anaheim or somewhere down in Dallas. Just quit. No, he's got to make money. He has to. He's in a horrible bind with it because his parents blew his money away. Yeah, well, who's false Carter that? Hutton. His parents. Carter Hutton... Is the one, biggest UFA listed on TSN.com. $1.13 million. He's making two and a half to three. It's so weird because he's 32 years old. I forgot how old he was. I, forgot, I remember I forgot he was in Nashville for those few years. He's a re, he's a, he's gonna he's gonna make money. But that's the problem is will this be a Scott Darling? A goaltender that's a really good backup. He did really he played actually he's playing around 30 some odd games with Jake Allen. It wasn't like a full-scale Jake Allen play 50 games and and so on. So that's why I'm thinking, or excuse me, 65 games or whatever. But I think Carter had to be a gamble. Do I think he should be signed by a team that needs a goaltender? Absolutely, because if you need a goaltender, you have to take a chance. Now, if you're Carolina, we talked about it earlier, you don't want to put $3 million into another goaltender you're not sure about because that means you have $6 million wrapped up between Scott Darling or over $6 million wrapped up between Scott Darling and Carter Hutton. That probably wouldn't work out too well. The Islanders, they looks like they're not going to sign Halak. They're not going to re-sign Halak. Tomas Grice could be a goaltender, maybe. He had that one good stretch there towards the end of the year they uh, in 2016. But he had a horrible last couple seasons. Hold on, let me finish. I think Carter Hutton would be a great fit there. Yes, Alex. Mr. Danielson, I have a question. Yes, do you think he would be a good fit in Arizona with Mr. Smith? In Calgary? Did I say... What did I say? He said Arizona. Did I say Smith? No, Mike Smith. Yeah, with Calgary. No, in Arizona. Alex, what are you looking at? I'm looking at Cat Friendly. Mike Smith is not in Arizona. You're thinking of Auntie Ranta. What are you looking at? I'm looking at Cat it says the Arizona Coyotes. Where? Right there. Alex, they that's because they're uh, whole because it's their that's what they have to pay for him. Uh, it's like the Phil Kessel deal. Okay. Well, if Arizona could use him. Anti Ranta is not going to be that bad again. I don't think it is. Arizona could use him. Calgary could use him. There you go. Done. Uh, <laughs> Put him with Mike Smith. I don't care. Calgary could use him because they. I was trying to make a point. Because Eddie Lack looks like he's not going to get resigned. Good. Don't spank me, Mr. Danielson. That's rude. So I'm really... It's not raining outside, is it? I can't tell. Oh, well. My car seat's wet. I'll just set it on a towel. Yeah, it's probably raining. Uh, it's okay. We only got a few more minutes anyways. I really I really hope for well for Carter Hutton. I just... I don't want it to be how it is with all of the other backups. Cam Talbot, yeah, he did great his first year, but he played pretty bad his, the second year. I see Carter Hutton going three for three. Three for three? Three years, I, three million I think each. that'd be a safe contract. Because if, if it doesn't feet, work if, out, he's still... If you can get him at two and a half, that would be golden, I think. Um, golden pointy boy? 
Golden Knights? No. They already have the FC ban. The FC ban. He wouldn't he wouldn't hey. he wouldn't sign someone to be a backup. He'd just stay in St. Louis if that were the case. Yeah. But I mean I, if they're going willy nilly, William Nylander to St. Louis, oh my goodness. So I think we should end the show, Alex, with a little draft talk. We a little draft talk? A little okay. draft talk. There's not I mean I don't know. Do we really want to make a case why Patrick Maroon's gonna be a sought after player? No. So you let's see, see I didn't like the draft too much. It wasn't yeah, it wasn't a lot of big barn burner. But I'll just go over the kind of the first round. Obviously, Prince Darlene. Prince Darlene, fabulous. He, Darlene from Sweden. Went to the enemy. Well, he went to, well, okay, who else was he going to go to? No, Buffalo was not going to trade that pick. They weren't. There was they no, knew better. They were not going to do that. So Andre Sveshnikov goes to Carolina, adding more up front to that offense. He is a really good player in Barry. It's funny how, like, they have, like, the European and North American draft rankings, whatever, the prospect rankings. It's weird to think, I'm like, all right, so you have the Russian who's in North America, but he's still Russian. What did you want to do North American, like, U.S., Canadian? I mean, I'm not Bob McKenzie, so I don't make it up, so maybe they just did that because of where they play. Are are you going down the list and everything? I'm not necessarily going down the list. uh, Did you talk about Philip Sedina yet? Hold on. Let's let's get, we'll get to that. Okay, fine. Brady Kachuk. Good boy. Oh, we skipped Jess Perry Kotkiemi. Oh my gosh, Kotkinami. Okay, okay, kid. Pretty good, a really good finished player, but of course, Montreal, everyone was pointing to Philip Sedina. So, why he was there for three other spots is beyond me. Yes, that is. Do you think Ken Holland finished? That was his last masterpiece, was Philip Sedina? And we'll see. I don't think, here's the thing about Philip Sedina. It all depends on how he does in training camp. I wouldn't push him. Even as bad as Detroit is, let, be bad for longer. Be bad for longer, get somebody. Um, tank, Bra- Brady Kachuk going tank, to Ottawa. Tank. The fact that the fact that Montreal or Ottawa didn't get Sedina is out of my mind. And did you, have you see, did you see the video of the uh, Ottawa fan losing? His yes. Oh my God! Are you kidding me? No, I'm done. I'm done. And then he just sticks his middle fingers and just throws them right next to the right screen. next to Pierre Dorian's face. And I'm like, hey. Come a little south, buddy. We'll, we'll, we'll take you in. We'll take you in. Um, gosh. And then Arizona, Arizona. Well, I don't know what John Jake is thinking. He's probably got some analytics guys saying, yes, Barrett Hayton is going to be the guy. And yes, they need offensive up front, but that's not going to be a guy that's going to be in the NHL next year. I don't think Brady Kachuk will be in the NHL next year. Uh, Philip Zadina, that's a maybe. Uh, Michigan's Quentin Hughes goes to Vancouver. A uh, pretty good scoring defenseman out of Michigan. That was a good pick for Vancouver. I was they, proud they, of that. They do need a defenseman. I think yeah, he's got a couple years left. I'm not mistaken. Uh, Adam Bach, Evan Bouchard going to Ottawa is another one. I was really, I was expecting Ottawa, Ottawa to Edmonton. I meant, sorry, I said Edmonton. I got my brain mixed around here. I haven't had enough. Their co- logo might be in the shape of a circle, but they I ain't have no. Not o. had enough coffee today. I will admit that. Um, Bouchard going to Edmonton. Good, uh, good pick. Oliver uh, Wallstrom was a well, good pick. I wasn't done yet. Oh, fine, fine. Because I, was gonna, I actually picked. Evan Bouchard to go to Ottawa, thinking that maybe they need a defenseman, since one of their defensemen is probably going to leave within the next two years. Oy. So I think a lot of teams messed up on that. But hey, you know what? Maybe he'll turn out well, and I think he'll probably. I think he can play London for another year. I would if I was him. You know, get another year of experience. Don't get dumped into that tire fire over there in Edmonton. Oliver Wolfstrom, a U18 pick. Uh, those are always kind of interesting drafting kids that young that haven't played college, haven't played, haven't really played a top level of amateur yet. I guess well, amateur junior hockey is nice in Canada is technically professional, but I think it's technically like, not professional. The Islanders though getting Noah Dobson is huge. Noah Dobson was a huge player for Teton in the in the late stage, especially in the postseason and the Memorial Cup. Lou Crew. 
that is that's a big pick. I really think. Hey, Lou built his team around Fatisov. I think Dobson he can do that with the Islanders, even though he's French Canadian and not you know Russian. Uh, let's see. Any more that would really no variety? Um, Rasmus Sundin is a confusing name. Uh, I think there's too many Rasmuses. I, I, it's a good pick. Rasmus Dahlin, you have Rasmus Kapari, and you have Rasmus Sandin. Yeah. Too many Rasmuses. Yep. I, I'm kind I'm okay with that. I mean, it's just, you're looking for, yeah, get a defenseman, add another one, because you're going to lose a couple. Joseph Foligno, I thought it was a pretty okay pick. There's, there's a, there, it wasn't the deepest draft, but who knows? I mean, it all depends on how it goes towards the end there. Um, I think this draft was interesting. I, I here's and I go going solid mid card draft. Quick going over to San Jose with Ryan Merkley, and I know you don't know a whole lot about this, so I'll just take this one. San Jose fans, if I were you, oh gosh, sorry, Steve, copyright. Can I do that? Copyright. Can I, you see the C with the? He circle? doesn't have it copywritten. There's a guy that's capable of playing well. You just gotta be careful. You are. I mean, of course. Then again, you put him in San Jose, he'll learn quick. Give him the Billy Garen treatment. Slash him in the head a couple times, he'll learn quick. But I really, like I said, this draft was, I mean, it, made, it, it may be light, but then again, so we've seen picks in the later rounds that have ended up turning to be superstars. So I don't know, that's where those, hey, let's go back and redraft, you know, the 2000-whatever draft, and then you're like, well, I, he was picked in the fourth round, I would pick him number two. Well, yes, because he turned into a great player. Exactly. But sometimes you don't know that when they're 18 years old. Yeah. But, you know, I tell you, it was definitely an interesting weekend. You know also what's interesting? The fact that Rasmus Dahlins, you know. Dahlin. I'm saying Dahlin. Rasmus Dahlin. Yosef Stalin, Rasmus Dahlin. It's two Ex- completely different countries. Exactly. His acne cleared up. Uh, well, good for him. He finally grew up maybe a little bit. Exactly. Maybe Silly we'll season, good. man. We're here. We're here. Thank you for all listening. We'll see you next time. Free agency is on Sunday. Woo! Golf! <laughs>